The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. We got Dan, and it is. Uh, hey, it's another shitty day to be a Yankee fan. And you know what? You can't even say it was the worst loss of the season. Like, that's the thing. The thing that upsets me the most is it's not the worst loss of the season. Last night's loss was not even the worst loss of the last two weeks. That's where we're at. That <laughs> embarrassing loss, not even the last two weeks. Nick, we're at the, you know, the halfway mark, the theoretical halfway mark. We're past the you know, 81 games already. But, Nick, if I were to ask you, was it, were the 2020 Yankees a disappointment? Absolutely. Okay. So the 2021 Yankees are a worse team than that bad team. Now, everybody listening at home, at work, wherever you're in the car, I'd want to make this very clear. And I'm only basing this on the statistics of it. The 2021 Yankees are worse than the 2020 Yankees that we're not going to make that we're not going to make the playoffs under regular rules, which we're playing in now. When we're not doing the ladies drink free before 10, everyone get in with no cover playoffs like we did in the 2020 season, the New York Yankees will not make the playoffs. They're not going to do it. We have finished the first half of the season at 46 and 43. And some people like to look at the positive of that, which is we're three games above 500. The issue here is, that we have played 89 games. There are not enough games to make up the ground. It's statistically insane. People like to point to the 2006 Cardinals. They won 83 games. They were a playoff team. It was a different sport then. They won the World Series. Guess what? We're not. They played in a bad division. 
in a bad league. We play in a good division against teams like the Red Sox, where we are 0-6, against the Rays, where we are 5-8. and There's nothing that says we're going to come and win t- now 12 straight games against the Red Sox. Why? <laughs> Why would that happen? We're going to just turn it around and win the handful of games against the Rays and sweep those when we've got to go down on the trop for the first time in never? No, it's not going to happen. The New York Yankees in 2021 are what they are. They're an about 500 team. We are 46 and 43 on the season. And I know some people like to look for the positive, like, well, you know, hey, if we won yesterday, you know, we just had two good series in a row. We're five and five in our last 10. We are 10 and 10 in our last 20. We are 15 and 15 in our last 30. We're like the Chris Davis of just, it's just every time. <laughs> it's just the same batting average again and again. And then when you go out to 40 games, we're 18 and 22. There is nothing trending towards this team's going to get better. There but Jack, is the no- expected Woba Boba is. <laughs> I have spent my day just having to look up the stats that people are throwing at me on Twitter because it's like we're so far. We're 15 layers deep in figuring out some excuse why these guys are good or why they're, you know, why there's a chance. And people were literally throwing at me today. The There's a luck statistic. We have been statistically, according to whatever metric this is, the unluckiest team in baseball. We're measuring luck. Yeah, not, I got nothing. I I can't really even follow that up. They've been they've been horrible, and there's no luck. Luck doesn't explain them leading the league in outs on the bases. Luck doesn't explain being slow. Luck doesn't explain not having any left-handed hitters. Like luck doesn't ca- luck can only carry you so far if you're on the positive side right now. <laughs> the Yankees pitching is sixth in the MLB in Sierra. Skill, interactive, earn run average. <laughs> That's what that is. Right. I'm, dude, this is When's the, the formula is 6.145 minus 16.986, then strikeouts divided by plate appearances. Plus, I mean, you need PEMDAS here, and it is, I mean, there's 19 math questions in this one. Sting. Also, just so you know, the second unluckiest batting team in the MLB via X Oba and X. Oh no, no, sorry, Woba and minus X Woba differential. So, I mean, when you factor those in, (laughs) Joey Gallo, that'll solve it. Do we get a parade for that? For that stat? Yeah. We do well. We're second. We're second. We're in the championship. <laughs> now it's terrible. You mentioned that this wasn't even the worst loss of the last week. So I actually wanted to talk about this with you. We've had like fifty. Oh, is this the worst loss of the year? But here are the four of the five that I can come up with. I want to see which one you think was the worst. Against the Tigers, Friday night of Memorial Day weekend, they were one strike away from winning, and they got walked off. Uh, then there was the Red Sox game where Odor, it was called a strike and the ball was like three feet outside. They they lost in extras on Sunday night baseball to get swept. There was the Twins game where they were about to sweep them. They were up two in the ninth and Chapman let up four runs in about 30 seconds. 
There was the Angels game, which we've talked about at length, where Chapman blew that one after they tagged Otani in the first. And then yesterday. So do you have the Angels one? The Angels game. Yeah, no, it's the worst because we chased the guy who's starting the All-Star game in two positions out in the first inning. And then we lost it with Chapman. Like yesterday, we lost it with Herman. We lost it with Green. That's not losing it with Chapman. We've given up six runs in the last inning of the game, or six runs or more in the last inning of the game, three times in 12 days. And, and don't forget, we had that stretch of of days where it rained and we didn't play any games. Right, right. Here's the most dis- depressing stat I've ever seen. There have been 495 times this season when a team has taken a four-run lead or more into the ninth inning. Teams are 493 and two when leading by more than four in the ninth inning. And both of those two losses are by your New York Yankees. If, if that isn't the most depressing stat you ever heard, I don't know what is. Listen, two mice fall in a, in a bucket of milk. One churns that to butter and gets out. The other one just keeps blowing it in the ninth. We are that second mouse. It's depressing, and it's all different ways. It's not even like one thing. It's Chapman, and yesterday it's Green. And Green, everybody's like, oh, you can't kill Chad Green. He's been so great. Fuck that. I can kill Chad Green. You can't get blown up in the ninth inning at Mid and Maid Park against Houston after the entire team has been flexing and trolling and grabbing the jersey all weekend. You cannot blow that game. You just can't do it. If that happens against the Blue Jays or the Marlins or whoever the fuck, that's fine. That cannot happen in Houston after you've been punking them all weekend. It cannot happen, Chad. It can't. You know who should write a book on not learning a lesson? Judge. Aaron Judge. (laughs) And it should be called. Why did he have to do that? It should be called my boombox and my undershirt. Because. God. Yeah, got walked for your only walk off RBI ever. You just. What are we doing here? Let's taunt these guys. We're in fourth place. They're in first place. They're going to the playoffs with a manager who's still wearing a mask and gloves like he's at a barbecue convention. Like he's trying to win best barbecue in the region, pulling pork with his hands between innings. And we're taunting these guys to only blow. Like Jose Altuve, the last time we blew a game against him, he had a home run and turned his whole season around. He was having an awful season. We're chanting fuck Altuve. Every New Yorker's doing it at every at every event. They're doing it at Nets games. <laughs> and now he's out there, nips out after a walk-off, and the tattoo is stupid. Now I kind of get covering it up. If, if Aaron Judge hits a go-ahead homer in game seven of the ALCS against Houston and wants to do that, fine. Not in July, man. Like, do they not understand that? To get revenge against Houston, beat them in the playoffs, and then say whatever you want. Take off all your clothes, do whatever, dance, flex, any symbol you want to do, fine. Not in July. Like, they just, they don't get it. This group doesn't get it. And you're right. Judge didn't learn his lesson. The the Red Sox have been punking him for three years since he did the boombox thing. They they don't respect us. And and now he did it with Houston. We are a laughing stock. We're a laughing stock. We can't play New New York, New York anymore. We're not allowed to have winter coats this year we've lost all of our freedoms and it's not joe biden's fault it's aaron judge fucking jersey mike 
it's weird, man. The Astros always get the last laugh. It, like it doesn't even it doesn't even feel like we won this series. It was the same thing when they came to New York. We won the first two, but then that second one was or that third one was a brutal. Like Altuve always gets the last laugh, man. I'm so fucking sick of it. I mean, Chad Green came into that game and Dude. like the very first, like the first pitch, he he threw it as if the who I forget who was batting. I think it was Gurriel. No, Gurriel let off the inning. Whoever was up. Chad Green threw this pitch as if they didn't bring a bat to the plate. <laughs> it was like he thought they were going to throw it down the second. <laughs> and uh, Tim LaCastro, how do you say his name? Uh, LaCastro. Timmy LaCastro. La- yeah. I was on ESPN Syracuse last week. They were like, oh, you got to love this guy, right? You got three hits already. I was like, I'm not putting him in Monument Park yet, guys. Um, upstate New York. We're really pumped for him up here. Um <laughs> Tim LaCastro is the more athletic of him and Gardner, I would say, because he's the yeah. fastest in the league and not yeah. a thousand years old. Yeah. Brett Gardner is a wily veteran and a great, tremendous defensive outfielder, especially navigating, like, you know, getting into walls, getting into corners, right? Definitely. Why do you have Brett Gardner in the wide open center field and Tim LaCastro? who's played 17 games in his career, backing up into the wall in right field. Yeah, don't I mean, understand left field, that at so. all. Don't understand that at all. Left field is not a lot of ground at all at Minimate. It's one of the sh- – I think it's the shortest left field. Other than Fenway, I believe it's the shortest left yeah, field because of the Crawford boxes. It's short. Yep. It's an, uh, there's awkward corners. There's those yep. awkward alleyways. And the for the second one that was a double, it got hidden. You know, there, maybe he couldn't have done anything different. But that double off the wall – in the ninth inning, after Guriel had that like check swing single, Lacastro could have played that better. There could have been a play, a, pos- a possible play at second base. There could have been holding the guy to first. Boone, you're not putting the guys in a position to win. No, yeah, that was terrible. Uh, LaCastro should have been the starting center fielder. Like, Gardner's a great defensive left fielder, but like you said, he's 38. He does, And the other thing is the arm strength. LaCastro's got a better arm than Gardner. There's nothing – there's no analytics or anything that says that LaCastro should be in left and Gardner should be in center. Like, I, I want to hear – I don't know if Boone spoke about this, but I would love to hear his stupid explanation for that. I mean, Judge had a tough ball in right field. And, you know, I get it. You know, there's, there's those nooks and crannies. They said on the broadcast, you run into, like, a corner. You've got fencing. So I get it. A lot of guys don't catch that. A lot of people don't win Gold Glove Awards. <laughs> yeah, Mookie, you know? Mookie would have caught it. Yeah. The Venn diagram of people who don't catch that ball and people who don't win Gold Glove Awards is a circle. That's the Venn diagram of that one. So it's fine. But, I'm you know, if we're talking – Build the franchise. Let's do another bad contract guy. That guy makes that play. No, definitely. And look, the same people that are complaining every day, people bitch about the Stanton contract. It's probably the number one complaint on Yankees Twitter. Oh, he's ruining the payroll. We got to pay him through his age 38 season. He's injury prone. Those same motherfuckers are turning around and saying, you know what? Give Judge the bag. Pay him till he's 40. Face of the franchise. Like, it makes no sense. You you can't complain about the Stanton contract and then say, but no, let's, let's do the same thing with Judge. They're idiots. Well, these are the same people who, when I say, you know, if we traded Aaron Judge, we'd get some really great prospects. And I laid out some from the Padres, even though one of them uh, uh, got injured. 
um, that we could get there. And, you know, I talk about trading Gary because, like, what he's playing so hot right now, you get value that you're probably not going to get in the long term. Um, you know, Chapman, obviously, you cut the salary. And then these people just pretty much come back to me and go, yeah, but what if we traded and Duhar and Frazier <laughs> for Trevor Story and a zillion dollars? <laughs> So you got to remember that people, people are smart. Frazier have values hilarious. Yeah, everybody's in it. People, people, every trade proposal is oh, Frazier and Duhar for you know the best player on another team. Like the other team is not going to do that. At this point, Frazier and or and Duhar are back end pieces of a trade, maybe throw ins, or a team really thinks like they see something that they can use and they get one over on Cashman by saying like yeah, yes. throw in Frazier. Because, you know, whatever, they see something and he turns into a monster. But, like, these guys, they're not a centerpiece of a trade. They may be traded just so we don't have to make a roster decision about them. They're lottery, t- they're lottery tickets at this point. You brought up the, the disastrous ninth inning, and it did suck. But even leading up to that, the Astros walked us 14 times, 14 free passes. And I think, I don't know, they had, what, 8, 9, 10 hits, something like that. You know, they, that's almost 30 base runners. And they eight scored hits. seven runs. Yeah, yeah. eight hits. So they, they, you know, they had almost 30 base runners. They scored 11 runs. They left the bases loaded in the eighth. And they had a couple other rallies that were stalled. The first inning, DJ runs them right out of a run, trying to go to third with no outs, with Judge Stanton and Sanchez coming up. They didn't deserve to win the game. And, and obviously, the ninth inning was the worst part. But they were fucking up well before then. Oh, yeah. We were, like... It's easy to see where, like, we don't deserve to be here. But it's also easy to see, like, well, then Gary adds a three-run bomb. Like, yes. get, people were uh, were tweeting with Brandon Cuddy tweeted, like, where uh, Sanchez goes deep, three-run shot, up seven to two, seven whatever it was, seven two. Um, exactly what you want with a big win heading into the All-Star break. I threw my – Phone on. I don't know if you put on the audio of the game. I'm listening to 50 greatest rap songs on Amazon Music in the pool. Nice. Just nice. not even just having a silly goose time. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at my phone and I saw MLB because I get like the push notifications. And I was expecting, like, you know, maybe you get like, oh, Someone scored a run, we added a run, they got a run, whatever, game's over. Maybe you get three. And they're just fucking stacked up there. And I was like, that's not good. That's never going to be. I picked up my phone and go, that's not good. And my wife goes, what's wrong? And I go, the Yankees. The Yankees. Like <laughs> She knows. That's all you need to say. Yeah, I didn't even see. So what, what happened with me is I was watching the top of the, I saw the top of the eighth. I think LaCastro went down looking with the bases loaded and I had softball at 530. So I roll out around five. I'm like, game's over. We're good. Yeah. Gonna go enjoy my softball game. Softball game ends. I, I have, I don't know, whatever, 10, 15 texts and it's like, and they're all LOL. What the fuck? How could this happen? Oh my fucking God. I'm just like, there's no way they actually lost. And I opened the ESPN app. I, I just couldn't believe it. I just could, and of course it was fucking Altuve. Of course, of course. The only like the guy thing- just owns us. Can we just take the L? The, the fucking guy owns us. Like I hate the guy, but we we keep trolling him and the fuck Altuve and trying to tease him. Like, can we stop? Like, what's the phrase? You come at the king, don't you miss. Best not like, miss. We keep, try- we keep trying to come at him, and he keeps punking us. Like, maybe we should stop. I mean, we. The only thing that would have been more fitting 
is if somehow Bregman came off the IL mid-game and, like, Willis Reed hobbled on the <laughs> – or, like, Kirk Gibson dust just hobbling around the bases. And it sucks because the the Astros are celebrating like they won the series. Like, it doesn't even feel like we won that series. And it took away – let's backtrack a little bit. Saturday night, probably, I think we can all agree, probably best win of the season. Cole goes down there, throws a complete game, absolute grown-ass man start, nine shutout, absolutely owns his former team, 130 pitches. And then it's erased 12 hours later, like just killed all the momentum, man. That, that would have been – it would have been the turning point, the series of the year. Everything people were saying at you know 4.30 on Sunday, yeah. series turning point, that would have been true. It was everything we're looking for in terms of just like something that you could put a mark on and then hope and just give us the all-star break to just start in our head mapping out. Yeah, here's who this would be a totally different show. Can you imagine if they want? I mean, today we'd be fully optimistic. That's why I got. Oh, that's why I was in the pool. I was in the pool thinking about like paths to the playoffs. Like I, I mm-hmm. said, I was like, I don't know, man. The Yankees are doing it. Like who knows? And then just a dumb fuck. I'm just a dumb fuck for even thinking it. We don't learn. And here's here's my other issue. The Yankees, the only time they get up and get excited is against Houston. Where was this against Boston? That's the team we're chasing. That's our biggest rival. Could we don't and, care and we don't about winning. We Boston. don't care about winning anymore. We don't care about winning the World Series. We just want to get to the playoffs. We want to play our little, little silly little fuckboy games of like yeah. let's hide, let's hide the nipple. Let's fucking let's flash the camera at the end of the dugout. It's just like our fan base. It's seventy three games. You know they could make it a second wild card. Uh, no. Dude, it's, it's not so how we sad think. that that's what I'm hearing now. The same people who are like in April, oh, we're still going to win the division now. It's like, well, we do have a path to the second wild card. Second wild card, we were minus 220 to win the division. I don't want to hear about a second wild card. They were minus 1000 to make the playoffs. Like they are underachieving so severely. It's insane. And, and the whole Vegas. idea, even, oh, well, you get the second wild card, and it's just about who gets hot. So you've got Cole in the wild card game. So that's a definite win. Yeah. Guess what? Garrett Cole just threw a complete game shutout. Five days ago, he got his dick kicked in on the mound. You may get that one. And guess what? He could go out there and give up no earned runs, and we could easily let someone score a run on just fucking errors and then have no offense ourselves. Because even Saturday, Saturday was Cole's game. But as a team, we had six hits. Scored one run, yeah. Zach Greinke is a very good pitcher. But he's got a three and a half ERA. You you can maybe get more than one run for, especially if you're going to chase him in four innings. Javier's a three guy. Stanek's a, a four ERA guy. Like if you're a good team, you have to do good team things at some point, and we're not. That's why we're squeaking out. You know, we got a thirty million dollar win. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No, you're exactly right. And the other thing that even goes beyond it for the wild card thing, even if Cole does win game one or the wild card game, that means you only get him for one start in the division series. We've seen that in 17 and 18 when they, you know, they win the wild card game, they go out and either you can't use your ace twice or your bullpen isn't rested for the division series going up against a rested team, just playing in the wild card game. Even if you win it, it it's an immediate disadvantage for the playoffs. Like you don't want to be there. And we're, don't worry, Nick, we're not going to. Right, we're not they're gonna. What, they're, four, they're four and a half games, and that's what—that's the new optimism. Like the optimism crew has gone slowly, you know, gone down and down and down, and now it's we have a path to the second wild card. Fucking great! I'm so excited about that. I mean, like there's, yeah. I mean, if we're the 92, if we play better baseball the rest of the season than anyone has played, really, like ever. We could maybe be the second wild card team. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And, and let's have the. And there's also a bigger conversation of: Is that even good? Is that good for the long term future of the? No, franchise? it's awful. Like, it's awful. Right, it's absolutely right. awful. It's absolutely right. awful. There is no playoff scenario that is good for the Yankees this year. We go, this team cannot win the World Series. They're just not good enough. They're not. And if they do rally and get to the wild card game, let's say they win the wild card game, they lose the DS in four. Like Boone's probably back. Oh, we rallied. They showed some fight at the end. Look at our record in the second half. You can so see Brian Cashman's end of the year postmortem presser. You know, we're going to run it back again. If you if you only look at our September record, like you can just see them spinning it. And it's probably better in the long term if they just crap the fuck out. But like the odds are that that's all we're going to do is just crap the fuck out because Again, in the last 10 games, we're a 500 team. In the last 20 games, we're a 500 team. You know, in the last 30 games, we're a 500 team. In the last 40 games, we're less than 500 team. Like, there's no recent marker unless, I don't know, maybe when I was counting it up, like, I don't know, at 26 games, we're two over 500. Probably not. Nah. And the weirdest thing, I keep saying it, like, they're healthy. Stanton and Judge have basically played all season. You know, DJ's played all season. The, the core of the guys are there. And in past years, the whole team was injured and they still won 100 games. It really makes no sense. It really makes no sense. If you would have told me you'd get a healthy judge, healthy stand all year, I I would have thought we'd win, I don't know, 106, 107 games. Yeah. But there were a lot of warning signs. Yes. I mean, the, Glaber, Glaber Torres, I don't know. I mean – was he taking steroids? It can't just be the ball, man. It it can't just be the ball. Like to, we got three home runs, <laughs> and three last year. He is what is it? Six in his last six hundred days. It's it's something crazy. Yeah, his homer statistic. <laughs> so, and I get I get the excitement around Glaber. He's a you know two time All Star playing a lot of games at second base, playing almost a fifty fifty split in those first two years. Of what he was doing, and now as the Yankees' everyday starting shortstop, he is 
I mean, what is it, Pokey Reese? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, it just doesn't Statistically, seem like it's just it. not – I mean, that's who he is comparatively the last two years. Like, he's just not a good baseball player. Yeah, and he's a guy that needs to hit at least, I don't know, 20, 25 homers to make up for a shitty defense. So if he, you know, if he, we know what he is as a fielder, and you don't get quicker and better range, your fielding doesn't improve as you get older. Like all these people say, oh, he could get better. No, as you get older, you get slower and worse in the field. You don't get better. So we know he's not a good fielder. If he's not hitting 280 with 25 bombs, it's, it's not going to work, and he's not even close to that. What's, he's hitting 240 with three bombs. So. Yeah, he hit, he's hitting 240 this year. He hit 240 last year. It's fucking weird. I can't believe that he has just fallen off the face of the earth. It, like, nobody saw this coming in 2019. Nobody. Not a lot of stolen bases. No, he's slow. Not a ton of walks. And I think he's, like, bottom 10 in, in exit velocity, too. It's not like the people can't use the unlucky excuse. He just doesn't hit the ball hard. Yeah, hasn't been hit by a pitch all year. That would help us. He has been intentionally walked in two years. What do you think is going to happen? So obviously, coming out of the break, we know four against the Red Sox. Do you think they're just going to get shit punked and and get swept at home, or do you think they're going to go like two and two and kind of keep people hanging around? Like, how do you see that opening series after the break going? Well, so let's just talk about the break. Yeah, I can't believe like need Chapman to get some to get in this game. Yeah, <laughs> like I, we need Chapman throwing in. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not a real game, but. We need him facing major league pitching, not in the ninth inning of our games. Could this fix him? Could this be the fix that we need to get his head on straight? That's so a we great trade him. <laughs> he loves the flash. He loves the all-star game. He loves attention. Yeah. Maybe this gets him, gets him going right in time for the deadline. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's showcase Judge on the big stage. Let him get his two at-bats. Nothing crazy. Cole, do absolutely nothing. No, yeah, he's already said he's not going to pitch, yeah. which would be crazy after throwing 130 pitches on, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, and that's it, right? We just have those three? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, because we stink. Nobody yeah, um, else. Yeah, so, and then, I mean, you're asking about coming out of the break, four against the Red Sox. There has been nothing that has shown me. Oh, nothing. That this team is going to, like, really take this couple days off to get their heads on straight. <laughs> But, Jack, the 9 team started 0-8 against the Red Sox, and they won the World Series. But guess what? They had fucking Derek Jeter and A-Rod and Mariano Rivera. CeCe Sabathia in his prime, A.J. Burnett. What I'd give to have A.J. Burnett. <laughs> Seriously, uh, all those guys. All those guys. Who's the other guy we saw? We had? Uh, it was his last name with a P. Why am I blanking? I'm a little high. Um Last name with a P in 09? No, 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 no. Uh, another pitch. He got like his hand caught in a door. Oh, Kevin Brown? No, he Kevin punched Brown a wall. punched a wall. Yeah. Hand caught in a door. He was like, Dana, i ringing a bell. Like, I don't know. I'll figure it out before. Brian Taylor punched punched somebody at a bar. He no. Was um, got <laughs> I'm searching Yankees bad pitchers 2000s. Oh, it's a long list. Yeah, like, right? Mo- ten most disappointing pitchers. It's got to be in this. We signed him for, like, two seasons, and he threw, like, four innings. It's not Javier Vazquez. No. Not oh. Jarrett Wright. No. Guys, oh, well, I'm up to- Carl Pavano. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather have Carl Pavano. 
I told you it was a P. He got his hand hard yeah, 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 well, yeah, I think he pitched like eight games in four years. Yeah, he yeah he he bruised his butt in 2006. Missed six months. <laughs> it was on the disabled list. Yeah. Damn. So. Yeah, he got in a car accident and hit it for two, and hid that for two weeks from the Yankees in the middle of August. Do you know why? He was receiving uh, oral sex during that car F- crash. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lucky he only broke two ribs. <laughs> I remember reading that in a book in like eighth grade. I'm like, ah, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> just being in eighth grade. Just being in eighth grade. Like, that's sick. That's sick. I, I hear about blowjobs. They sound cool. I like cars. <laughs> I like the Yankees. This guy's doing everything I want. Except pitching. Yeah, except playing. Yeah, I'd rather have him right now than some of our rotation. Um, yeah, I mean, coming out of it, look, I don't expect us to come out and light the world on fire. And if anything other than lighting the world on fire is like we're just eating up clock. I mean, we were, exactly. what was it, three weeks ago, we were eight and a half back. Then two weeks ago, we were eight and a half back. Now We're eight back now. The division's over. I mean, the division's over. Like, forget about it. It's almost not even worth talking about. It's all the only way they're getting in is the wild card, which is so depressing. I think they're going to split this Red Sox series and just kind of keep people hanging around. Like, they'll be really close to taking three out of four, and they'll blow it, or they'll have one of these excruciating losses like yesterday, and they'll split it. That's oh, can we prediction. talk about the psychotic text message you sent me today? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we can do that now. Dan, Dan, I get on. I I come down to my office. I get online. I start thinking about the show. I start thinking about, like, I spend a fair amount of Tuesday thinking about, like, I don't know, fucking one-liners or whatever. My phone goes off. It's Nick. And I'm like, oh, I wonder. He's probably just checking to see if I, you know, am good for 530. Because last week, the reason we did it early is we just ran into each other in the city. I just saw Nick walking down the street. Um, So what did Nick say to me? You're a psycho, Nick. Nick texts me at 1017 (laughs) a.m. Today, the day after yesterday, any interest in going Friday? (laughs) It's a Friday night in the summer. The Yankees just got shit pumped in Houston by pretending, well, pretending to hide their nipples. And Nick's like, you want to drive through Jersey while everybody's trying to get to the shore? I mean, what are we thinking here? Yeah, a couple of things. You know, working remote. I, <laughs> this I sounds like fucking out. Boone. You're turning into Aaron Boone. <laughs> you know, Jack. Obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors in play here. I felt like you know, as I kind of grind through this work week here, when I get to Friday night, you know, I feel like I'll be in a really good place to kind of take that next step and and get up there and just just see what happens. Give this thing a go. Have a short <laughs> memory. Put the game. <laughs> Have a short memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, dude, with working remote, I have this new, this newfound freedom to just like leave it on a Friday at three that I've never been able to do before. It's like, I still want to take advantage of that, even though the team sucks. Uh, the other reason is Saturday, I have a wedding and not going to see any of the Saturday night games. So I want to kind of compensate lucky you by going to the Friday. Game. Yeah. <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> and you're going to think I'm even crazier. I am going to the game and I'm taking public transportation alone. Uh, no, I'm going with uh, with Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we're, was t- like, we're taking Amtrak up. Oh, Amtrak at least. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I had like, dude, I have like four hundred dollars worth of uh, Amtrak vouchers from last summer 
from there being no games and I have to use them by, you know, the end of the year. So I almost couldn't afford not to go. <laughs> makes sense. Totally makes sense. And you know me, I'm not going to go to New York to see a Broadway or art or like, I have no other reason to go there. <laughs> Fuck. So, I'm not going to go to see a Broadway or art. <laughs> Dude, it's so that. good that you're engaged because I don't know how, I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she does it. I'll never go see a Broadway or art. I love it, though, because how old are you again? 28. You're 28. I'm 36. Like, I used to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. I'm just like, yeah, fuck Maybe that. when I'm 36, I want to go look at art. But, but yeah, definitely not today, not I'm, this weekend. I'm not, not a big art guy. I like musicals. Okay. Big musical. Guy. I do like the Lion King. I the Lion King on Broadway. I've seen like three times. That's that's so awesome. I've never seen the Lion King on Broadway. I went to School of Rock. I went to ooh American ooh. Psycho was a show in London, and it won a bunch of awards. And they brought it over to New York, and I went to like uh, like one of the first showings of it. Uh, and I it was a little long. They added some stuff to it, um, and they actually tied it in with um, the. The sequel, but not American Psycho 2 with Mila Kunos, because that that movie sucked. Um, the one with uh, James Vanderbeek. I don't know anything about movies. You, you just like don't see movies, huh? Yeah, not really. I'm not going to do a Broadway or art. <laughs> or art. Like what do you? No, but you know, people me? go to New York for all different, th- or like the Rockefeller Tree or tourism shit. Like the I Rockefeller Tree is the worst. That's the worst. Yeah. Don't ever go do that. No, no. When I was a kid, when I was a very little kid, my parents brought me, and I was like, "This is incredibly dumb." It's like going to see the Liberty Bell. It looks the same as yeah. pictures. And that's what I've learned from like I lived in Old City for three years, and I just walking around and all the lines for the Liberty Bell, the Betsy Ross House. It's just people standing around in the heat, it crowded. I know touristy stuff is not enjoyable. I don't think the movie was The Rules of Attraction. James Vanderbeek plays Sean Bateman, who is Patrick Bateman's brother from American Psycho. Just to think, people may have wanted to know what I was talking about. Maybe some American Psycho fans. We could talk more baseball if you want. Yikes. <laughs> Nah, wait, I do want to ask you a question. When is your like are you done going are you done officially going to games at this point other than the the wed- the two weddings that no, you're going to the I wedding? no. So my sister is coming to town this weekend from Denver with her husband. I haven't seen her in two years. She hasn't met my niece. She's getting here Thursday. It's tough to be like, yeah, so I'm gonna go up to the game on Friday, you know. <laughs> um no, like I think I can see me making a big late season surge, especially when they're like Ooh. out of it, because it'll be easier to bring my kid to a game. Uh, okay, just go for the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, like we have, um, you know, for Bronx Pinstripes, we pick out dates f- well in advance to host events. Sure. I don't even know what's going on, but one of the dates we had picked out is August 21st uh, for a game. I don't know that anything's happening with that or not. Um, I have no idea. I haven't talked to Scott in a bit. But that had been like a date I had been holding open. And like I've made plans. I'm like I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um, One o'clock game in, in the summer is I, I try and stay away from those. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I can see. I'm really looking at these games like I don't know when the fuck I would go. Yeah, the schedule isn't that enticing. Like the There's August not a lot of great matchups at home. Yeah, the August home games, like I've it's got like the Mariners and the shit. Twins. Uh, 
yeah and like i've got i've got shit the next day for both of those um yeah i mean i could see myself doing september 5th um and i don't know maybe for that last like home series it'll just be like ah fuck it it's almost over like i'm gonna go check out another game because like who knows when there'll be baseball again Right, and I remember – well, we're going to talk about the labor negotiations, but I remember last year during the playoffs when you were like, I'm not ready to be done with this yet. Like I'm not ready to go back to no baseball, and and I'm not ready to give up on going to games yet. Like do I think the team's going to win Friday? No. Do I believe in the team? No. But it's still the summer. I still yeah. love going to the stadium. Like I can't give up on that yet. The trade deadline is kind of going to be my point of reckoning. If they're still – eight, nine games out of the deadline and five games back of the wild card and, and they don't add any pieces and they sell and, and they're really out of it, like, I probably won't go back again. But until then, you know, I'll go to one or two maybe. You know what I could see myself maybe doing is finding, like, one of these um, games where, like, whatever, you know, I, I feel like it makes sense. And there's just, like, not really – we don't have many home games left, it feels no, like. No, they have most yeah, they have majority of their games are road games. I was like, I could see myself doing a like just be like, fuck it, let's do an Amtrak. Like I'm not driving. Let's go let's tie yeah. one on, Nick. Like yeah, let's yeah, ha- hell yeah. Like let's have a fucking time. I could maybe see that. But we'd have to find like a day a game that makes sense. Yeah, the Friday nights, I mean, Friday nights in the summer are nice because work, you know, winds down, and, and I definitely like that that system. Yeah. Uh, could never do that before before this year. No. They'll ruin it for you, Nick. They I are. know. I know. And we're still a little bit starved, I feel like, from not going last year. Like, I'm definitely still having that carryover effect. I miss, like, because now, like, I've gone at the stadium once. I've gone to a couple games other places. Like, the energy's not right. The no, energy is not yeah, right. Not. I'm two and five this year going to games. I guess you're. I don't even one, one and one. Oh, one and four, maybe. Yeah, whatever. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> it's not great. It's not not good, Bob. Not good. Yeah, I mean, I I still believe that like we have two weeks to get Chapman looking good. Like we've got to like we got to showcase our best horses. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need to fight protect Sanchez to a certain extent because like he's still kind of hot batting. Although like I know people people on Twitter like batting average is a terrible statistic. I don't know. I'd like to know how often the guy's going to get on base. I'd like to know <laughs> yeah. how often he's going to hit it. How often he's going to drive people in. Um, because like the whole idea of like he just gets on base. Doesn't really matter if the guy's got a piano on his fucking back. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, he's so not going to second. Yeah, he's not. And not that I was the greatest baseball player ever in high school, but you can tell the pe- like when people talk the advanced statistics, it's so obvious that a lot of them never even stepped foot on a field. And again, I wasn't Derek Jeter playing playing in high school, but like you can tell the people that actually played somewhat competitively and didn't. By the way, that they talk about these bullshit stats. As someone who was Derek Jeter in high school, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I we we need to protect Gary to see if there's any value. Like this is going to be the best time. They had. I mean, you're the biggest Gary guy I know, and yeah. like even you admit, like he's just not. We can't – he can't turn out to be what we want him to be 
and Judge turn out to be exactly what we want him to be and keep them both. We can't afford that. Right. No, I agree, but I I think I'd rather keep Gary for the money than than keep Judge if I had to keep one of them. I'd rather give Gary, I don't know, 50 million than give Judge 300 million. Yeah, but what if you give Gary to someone else and make it their problem? Like the guy's not going to sign like a 50-year uh, a f- like 50 million dollars for how many years? I'd give him, I don't know, 4 4 or 5 years, 40 to 50 million, something like that. Give him 10 million a year. He's Catch? not. That's not what he's looking for. That you, you lose him in free agency. More? Yeah. You think he wants more? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to see. And I have some no team who has versatility in the DH spot. Right. We can't even do that. You know, and we have all these catchers in the minors that can't catch. <laughs> Guess what? We've got these catchers in the majors who can't catch. Right. And we just drafted a shortstop that apparently is already getting moved off of shortstop. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? There they just don't care about positions. They just take the best bat. Take the best player. No, yeah. I at the unless you're in like those like top 4 or 5 spots in the draft, like it's still so much of a crapshoot with so many of these guys that I think you you just take the best player available. I get that and I understand they're picking late and I've read a couple of articles uh you know across the internet about what they've done in the draft but they basically miss on every first round pick like if you go back the past 20 years judge is really the only one I think they've hit on maybe uh, maybe Caprillion or somebody Caprillion James Caprillion well they they don't have him I don't Yeah really, I know. can't really count that. Well, it was a good pick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just a bad great. trade. Great for Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, if you look at this team and people like to, like I said, you know, you point to Saturday. I mean, Garrett Cole did the did the thing that he hasn't done yet for the, you know. Yes, the only thing he hadn't done yet. You can't expect that. You can't be like, well, he's going to do that all the time. No, and you know he was super fired up. Like, he took it to an extra notch. When do you, do you they're not going to bring him back Thursday on regular rest, I wouldn't think, after throwing a buck 30. What do you think, Friday yeah, or Saturday? Yeah, yeah, you give him Friday, you give him an extra day. Yeah, if he if he wants that, I mean, you got to ask him, right? Because he, right. you know, he's a machine. He well, one because I think Aaron Boone has to ask permission for everything now from Cole. Yeah, Cole's the manager. Yeah, <laughs> um, and at the same time, he's you know, like you get into your routine. Like, hey, are you keeping your routine? Can you push it back a day? Would that help? What are you thinking? And I don't think they have to have that decision yet. That's something that's made over text message, uh, like maybe tomorrow. How you feeling? Do you want to ramp up for Thursday? Because also, you know, he's probably got to throw at some point, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's, and something to keep an eye on is I think against the Rays, the, there was a game at the Trop where he went eight shutout. I think he threw like buck 10, buck 15, and he sucked his next start. Like sometimes there is a hangover effect yeah. after you throw that many pitches. So that's something to look out for. I did want to ask you uh, if you had a derby pick. For tonight, if you were going to watch the Derby or kind of, I'm going to watch it. There. I'm going to watch it. It's probably it, like it might be on mute on the uh, second TV. Intern Dan has a rocky sat. We're very proud of you, Dan. Just waving it in our face. Uh, the only fucking guy in Florida with a camo hat. <laughs> All right, it's the only one that doesn't say Bass Pro Shops on the fucking front of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't really give a shit who wins. Like, I want to see Otani, like, light it up. I don't care if he wins, but I would. I want someone to do, like, a Josh Hamilton round. Okay. You just want somebody to go nuts. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah, yeah let's have yeah. let's have a silly goose time. Give me a, you know, give me a Bobby Abreu, like, I'm going to hit 27, and then the next round I'll hit three. Let's laugh. 
Hamilton. No, yeah, I picked. Uh, I threw five dollars on Juan Soto just because he was plus eight hundred. Feel like he's kind of got a flair for the moment. A lot of power. So what's that get you? Forty bucks. Like ten to win, or yeah, five to win forty, ten to win eighty, whatever. Yeah, whatever nice. that is. Yeah, nice value. Yeah, Otani was like plus two four. All the money is going on Otani, and Soto plays Otani in the first round. So I'm thinking if Soto can upset him yeah. in the first round, there he goes. So that's my uh, little betting advice for. Yeah, me. like I said, I like checking it out. I wish there was like more they could do with it. You know, at a certain point, it's like I don't know. You know, how many times is Chris Berman going to yell back? Right. <laughs> Where it's like it's not that cool anymore. Um, do you think it'll be a big difference being in Denver with the altitude? Like, do you think it, the balls are going to go 15, 20 feet further? Yeah. What do you think there? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I've talked about this before on this show. I'm not sure. Uh, when was the last time that the All-Star Game was in Colorado? I want to say 98. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. That feels about right. So I remember when they were doing the broadcast. Because, yeah, it was like McGuire, so Griffey, yep, yep. Yeah, so it was all in that uh, in that time. They were doing, like, the pregame and talking about, like, you know, educating you on the high altitude. Like, what does the high altitude mean? And um, so if it's 99, I'm in, like, eighth grade. You know, I'm summer going into eighth grade. Or, no, mm-hmm. going into high school. And uh, the thing that makes it, you know, that stops the baseball is the retard effect. <laughs> And so as a 14-year-old in the 90s, growing up at City Island in the Bronx, I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I do know now that it's developmentally disabled and you should not speak that way or you know, alienate any group of people based on who they are or anything like that. But that's what it is. So because of the high elevation, the density, the air, the air is thinner, so there is less uh, resistance uh, to retard the uh, path of the ball. I went to the Bronx High School of Science. Shows, yeah, it's good science right there. Yeah, if we were a country, we would rank, uh, I believe it's 14th in Nobel Prize wins. Not great, not great. How many Nobel Prize winners does your high school have? I thought you said as a country. I if, thought if we US were, if we were a country, if my high school oh, was oh, a country, I thought you meant the U.S. is 14th. I was like, oh, I figured I'd hope we'd be top 10. No, 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 my my high school alone, oh, okay. would yeah, that's be. insane. Okay. Yeah, you got me. Isn't that where, uh, is that where Spider-Man went to – or Peter Parker in those movies? Didn't he go to that high school? So the – who plays Spider-Man now? Tom Holland? Yeah. They had him go undercover and spend yes, like okay. two days at my yeah. high school. Yeah. Michael K went there. Junior from The Sopranos went there. Nice. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, we have uh, – Yeah. Yeah, I think we have uh, eight Nobel Prizes earned. Yeah. What are you going to do, you know? I didn't get mine yet, but one day. Maybe Something for this podcast. About. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the All-Star game in general, I like. I maybe will watch some of tomorrow on the second TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe on the second TV. And the first inning is first two innings are usually – like I like to see the starter go up against the other – Top of the order. After that, yeah, you know, I don't care who wins. It it used to be when the Yankees, you know, back in the day when we used to be contending to be in the World Series, it was kind of exciting to see if the AL would win for home field advantage. Yeah, like that kind of had something. That sucked. That rule was so stupid. I like. Bud Selig fucked that up. Like that you, that tie game in Milwaukee. I liked it. So they dumb. tried, man. They they took the game seriously when it was like that. Yeah, I yeah, but I like you know g- yeah. Give me Pedro against you know. 
fucking three guys. Let's do it. Like, give me that tonight. I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, and then it's you know right back to work. Eight and it's a shorter Boston. break this year. Usually they don't play till Friday of that week, but this year they're coming back on Thursday. So like, if you're somebody like Judge, I mean, there's basically no break. He flew to you know flew to Denver on Sunday, one off day on Monday, plays Tuesday, and fly Wednesday to New York. It's really not. A, there's no break if you're if you're in the game. So he's flying on Tuesday. He's definitely flying on Tuesday night because they like. That was the whole thing um, with the leaving, like the reason why they tried to make the game count too, because they were subbing guys out of the game and they were leaving. Oh, like yeah. the game's not over and these guys are like on a private jet somewhere. Well, that was the article I read. I think it was 08 when we had the All-Star game at the old stadium. A-Rod left in the sixth inning to go to the 40-40 club. And then Jeter stayed, and it was all like, oh, well, Jeter stayed, and that's how you're supposed to be, and A-Rod's how you're not supposed to be. I remember reading yeah. that article. So that makes sense. So, I mean, I think if you're going all the way out to Denver now, granted, we were just kind of out west. Like, a judge may fly to California. Why wouldn't you go from Tuesday? You fly right. to California. You've got Wednesday to have, you know, lunch with your family. Maybe ink another endorsement deal. <laughs> Whatever doesn't help the team. And then, you know, you get the PJ back to New York. And you're an all-star now. Those are all-star moves. Stanton will be in Cabo or somewhere. Maybe Europe. So Stanton tweeted out that... um, He's a big traveler. T-Mobile commercial with him and Judge today. That I like quote tweeted and was like, this is stupid. Why would Judge be in full uniform while Stanton's sitting in a restaurant? I mean, we've seen it a billion times, but, you know, I took issue with it. Um, but Stanton had his geolocation on and it was Denver. Now, I think it's probably just like, hey, part of the advertising deal, put your location on, say that it's Denver, Colorado. T Mobile sponsors the Home Run Derby. You're not in it because you're a bag of shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way he's in Denver. Absolutely no way. Yeah. So, I mean, but, I mean, you put in our notes. Eight of the next ten games are against the Red Sox. We'll know. We'll know at the end of your Fenway weekend when you're up there. We'll know. Yeah. And we kind of already know now, but we'll know officially. Uh, I mean, I know. We have the verbal. I know. I've told you a billion times the season's over. It's like we have the verbal agreement now, and we're just waiting on, like, the, the signed contract to really seal our fate and the season i do want to say i like the excitement of this lacastro kid oh yeah dude he had a hustle double he runs the bases can he just do a base running clinic for the rest of the team please he he could be you know our fourth fifth outfielder we don't have a second or third but (laughs) he could be the fourth or fifth i guess he can play all three outfield positions theoretically yeah, because only an asshole can't. Right. Like in right. center field, I get if you're just not fast enough. But if you can't, like if you're a right fielder and you can't play left field, like you're a jerk off. Well, I'm yeah, used to and seeing if you them. can play center, you should be able to play either of the other two. Yeah. Too. So that's probably all I got. Yeah, I think that's all I got. Dan, you got anything for us? How you doing? Hit us. Yeah, I love Tim LaCastro. I made like two Tim LaCastro memes on the Twitter account, and they were like the most liked photos we've had in a long time. Keep them coming. That makes sense. Our fucking fan base is stupid, and they love to love whatever player they think they can have a beer with. (laughs) Yes. 
That's and what it Ryan is. Ryan Rucco. And they all think they have Ryan Rucco is the new. Everyone <laughs> thinks Ryan Rucco is going to f- hang out with them. And then obviously Tim LaCastro. Tyler Wade's just getting old. That's what it is. Tyler yeah, Wade's aging yeah. out of it. I bet I haven't listened to it in a while. I bet the 161 boys are just sucking LaCastro off to be like, <laughs> maybe I'll come to the Upper East Side and we can go to Supply House and have a shot of Jameson. <laughs> And then we'll be like, hey, we live right upstairs. Why don't you come upstairs? And he'll be like, yeah, sick. Why don't you sit in the first row for this game? Because they give me those kind of tickets because I'm Tim LaCastro. It was Jameson. I'm never, I'm never fucking drinking Jameson again after the, that tie-on start when we took the Jameson shots in Philly ever I, again. I say that at every funeral I go to, but <laughs> people keep overdosing. What are you going to do? Jesus. I mean, it's what happens. You grow up in the Bronx, that's what happens. You're like, fuck, I don't even want to drink any more Jameson. That's what John would want. John's not here. That's why I am. Nick, where can the people follow you on Twitter? At NKirbyNYY. Dan? Juicy99. Juicy99. You can follow me at JJ from the Bronx. Follow the show at George's Box Pod on Twitter. In turn, Dan's been just cranking out the funnies over there. Um, listen, don't get too down in the dumps. There's a lot of baseball left, like in the world, because the sun's not going to explode for another half a billion years. So, uh, for us, there's not a lot of baseball left in the season. If you can get there while tickets are cheap, enjoy it. Have a good time. Um, I don't know. Something about a parade. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.